Hey everybody, welcome to Across the Pondcast with Dave. And Abby. I hope everybody's doing fine and dandy. Um, as this comes out, we're getting closer to the the autumn, but not the autumn, the spring equinox. <laughs> wow. Very much confused me. I was like, oh, oh I'm, I'm man, recording it's recording this one way in ahead, way ahead of when it's yeah, going to Yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, we're getting towards spring, um, which is good. Flowers and nice smells and sunshine and warmth and rain. I actually love thunderstorms, so I'm actually excited for that too. I love a good thunderstorm. Yes, thunderstorms aren't the same here. There's different kinds of thunder um, and lightning, I've learned. Oh. Huh. Um, so the lightning here is, uh, I think it's called like sheet lightning, where it's more along the horizon rather than the forked lightning that huh. we get, especially like in Ohio, it, where it, it looks like a like a pronged. Does it sound the same at least? Does the thunder sound? Does the th- thunder sound the same? Relatively, yeah, the thunder does sound the same. Um, but the first time I experienced like a thunder and lightning storm here. I just saw this flash at the horizon, and I thought that that we were about to have a nuclear apocalypse, and Uh-oh. I was so scared. <laughs> Interesting feeling to have. Yeah, it was it was weird. It is weird. Um, yeah, and then it kept happening, and I realized, oh, it's just lightning, but it's just not coming down the way it does. It's going across. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to experience that someday. Yeah. Um, anyways, so uh, every once in a while, we like to show you guys, show you people. I need to stop using the word the, pejor- the word guys. I need to work on that. I've been tr- I'm working on it and getting better, but like it, it's just so ingrained in me. Anyways, every so often, we like to share our personal stuff with you. Every now and again, I'll tell you more and more about your podcast hosts. Uh, and so today. We are sharing some of our, I get, I mean, I wouldn't say favorite memories, but like just memorable memories from our childhoods that stick out to this day um, that are just, you know, parts that like you can't, you know, you, you can't forget them. Like, you know, for me, like, um, it's funny. It's like when I, when, I, when I remember memories, it's like watching, it's like watching it on the television. Like in, in my mind, it's a picture of myself watching this memory on a television. It's very, very weird. It's very, very involved, actually. But, um, yeah. So, I will start with one of my favorite memories. So, as you probably know by now, if you listen to this long enough, that I love Jurassic Park and dinosaurs. I don't know when that love began, but I can tell you that the first Jurassic Park movie came out on my fourth birthday. And my mother took me to go see it in the theater. And this was the old theater in my town. So it was, it was, all it was was that it was, cute, it was in the plaza. It was only a cute little three-screen cinema. I used to walk in. It had the old-fashioned marquee there, you know, and the behind-the-counter. three. So it was, you know, very old, very much like very 80s vibe because it was only 1993. So we're very close to the 80s. And she took me to go see this movie, Jurassic Park. And I'm like, first of all, I want to say to myself, Mom, I'm a four-year-old. Take me to see Jurassic Park. That's a very bold move. I'm like, that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of a traumatizing, you know, I mean, it didn't traumatize me. I mean, also, I love dinosaurs. I love that movie. It's my favorite movie of all time. But, like, to see it as a four-year-old, that is definitely a step. Um, but I do recall when I went to see the movie, and we walked in there, they gave you a little dinosaur egg. It said the egg was a little rubber, t- rubber T-Rex. So you got, so I got a little t- dinosaur with my movie. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember much else beyond that 
walking in the movie to go see it. But I never, you know, walking in to go see it. And I mean, I must have loved it because, I mean, it's my favorite movie of all time. And I still love dinosaurs to this day as a 31-year-old man. So, I mean, clearly didn't scare anything out of me. Again, though, I don't know why my mom took me to go see it when I was four. Uh, I must have wanted to see it because it's my, it my birthday. So I must have asked for it for my birthday. I'm guessing I did. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So that's like my probably my that's probably my favorite memory is that right there because it's just it's so I can tie it to a date because the movie came out on this date which was my birthday it just kind it's funny I, I can kind of corroborate my story it's like, oh no you, you remember that wrong oh no I remember it right because it's all there so it's kind of cool right so um <laughs> uh, I I I was born the year that film came out um so that's a little fun note but also. I am woefully underprepared for this episode because in your message to me, you said we would be discussing our favorite stories from our childhood. Oh. And I took that to mean storybooks. Oh, wow. Fair. I miss, I miss word, I misworded that. I, you started talking and I was like, this is weird. Nope. <laughs> All right. I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't remember a lot from my childhood. Um, but I have a few really good memories that I can talk about. Um, I will throw in the storybook that I was going to talk about as well. Okay. Um, because it, it, it is a good memory, I guess. Yeah. So some of my earliest memories um, involve me playing outside um, mm. in the place where I used to live, which was kind of out in the countryside more than in the little city um, where I'm from and we had a little creek or crick as we called it then that <laughs> ran through the property and I was always catching the little tadpoles and minnows and crawfish that lived in the creek and being very excited and trying to show my mom and it didn't really ever go over well with my grandma she wasn't a fan of critters um, and I would constantly be bringing like frogs and snakes into the house, and that was very quickly outlawed. Mm. Um, but there was a rock that kind of jutted out over the creek uh -huh. on the other side of it, um, kind of like Pride Rock from The Lion King, except oh. much, much smaller. Yes. And my cat at the time, Casper, loved to sit on that rock and soak up the sun. So I would quite often, after having gone on an adventure with my cat, as one does, mm -hmm. um, I would quite often lay on the rock soaking up the sun with Casper and either be reading a book or just watching the critters in the creek and the wind. That sounds nice. Yeah, it was a very... Um, almost, well, I, like, I, I think of it as quite a magical childhood mm. growing up outside i spent so much time outside as did um, i yeah reading as well as much as i could i had a favorite tree that was a maple tree that i would climb up in and there was this perfect little v-shape uh -huh. um in one of the branches that i could just sit my bed in perfectly and lean back and read mm. oh, very, very good comfortably. so i was up there a lot i've never climbed a tree before to this day, you have never climbed a tree? Correct. Okay, next time I'm home, that's changing. I'm very clumsy. It's a very bad idea. 
no, I'm, I mean, we'll find we'll find a we'll find a fairly safe tree for you to climb. It'll be fine, I promise. Fair, fair. Um, that's a great memory. Yeah, I. I grew up outside all the time too. I for sure. I mean, my first house we had, it was like it was all woods behind around the house. We used to just play out in the woods all the time, and it's in my memory. I remember I had a neighbor about three houses down from mine who was like two years, two or three years older than me. But um, one time, one summer, we decided to build our own, build our own local, I guess, fort, and we went back behind his house, which was also woods at the time. And we just, you know, we brought stuff we needed for this fort. You know, we just built up this, uh, it was a ground fort. It wasn't a tree fort. We was, we built just like a, although I did have a tree fort at my house, though. And my dad built a tree fort as part of our jump, as part of our swing set. But like, we, we built our own little, we got some racks and made some walls and made a little fire pit and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a good childhood to spend outside. I mean, I'm grateful for that, definitely. Um, but this leads to my next memory, the actual memory I was going to share, though. So I was growing up in my first house. I was there, till fifth, I was there, through, there through fifth grade. And when I was living there, there was a girl who lived across the street. From, I was on the call stack. And it was, next to me was a girl my, about my age. And across the street from me was also a girl my age. And I have never been one to um, be very good with women. I'm very awkward. Um... It's part of your charm, though. You are very awkward, but not in a bad way. Right. Well, fair. Thank you. Anyways, during this time of my childhood, I apparently, and I don't know, I this is what I've been told. I don't remember a lot of this, but I had both these neighbor girls. They both liked me. I must like them back. So I had this little, like, I guess a triangle going on, and I was a little kid. And... um I do remember one time though, and I don't remember it completely, but like, I the one girl across street across street from me, I I don't understand this. I had a I remember having a bag of army men army men with me, and I was waiting for her to come outside and play, and I don't really know why that sticks out to my head, but it does. But funny enough, so I I was there for fifth grade, but the one girl moved away like a year before I moved away. Um, the other girl was th- was there until she until she peacefully left for college. I guess I don't really know. I haven't talked to her. I went to high school. I actually saw her again. In high- so I went to fifth grade. So the one girl again in high school because she went to went to the same high school. Um, but apparently years later, well, at the time, we find this. The girl across the street, her mother told my mother she thinks the two of us were going to get married. And. I, you know, because I, I guess, like, you know, so I guess we kind of, I kind of had that whole, like, you watch a movie where, you know, these kids grow up together, their neighbors, and they fall in love. I guess I had that going on. Door, yeah. yeah. I guess I had that going on, but it didn't work out. But, like, years later, I ran into this girl again. She told me about how her, what her mother said about us. And I'm like, oh, well, you're married to somebody else. So, clearly, it didn't work out. But it's a fun story. Um, but, yeah, I assume, like, I've never, like, it, it, I don't know what it was but I don't, I don't know. This was maybe it's was my boyhood charm. I don't really know. But like, ever since then, I've been awkward around awkward around girls. But apparently, at that point in time, it wasn't. Yeah, so that was something you grew into. Yeah. How funny. I, yeah, I we went. didn't have very many neighbors. We did. There was like one child neighbor, but he was a bit younger than me. Mm. Um. I I guess another one of my. Uh, good childhood recollections was in the autumn we had um, this is going to be a mixed one actually good and bad 
Mm. We had lots of trees in the yard. So there were like three chestnut trees along with my maple tree. And we would always be like raking leaves and trying to collect as many chestnuts as we could. And we always had far too many chestnuts. Um, they're great. Mm. But if you've ever seen a, a, a chestnut tree, you'll notice that the chestnuts are inside these spiky coverings. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're very sharp and spiky. Um, and so I recall vividly one time running around, raking leaves and everything. And I don't know if I was being chased, but I, I was running and doing little kid things. And I fell and my hands slammed down into a pile of leaves which also uh, had a lot of chestnuts. those spiky chestnut coverings. Mm. And I had little spikes in my hands, and it was very painful. And I remember, you know, picking out as many of them as I could, but some were, like, under my skin. Oof. So um, my grandma put Vicks on my hands and wrapped them up. Huh. Vicks, huh? Yeah, because it would draw the spikes out. Huh. Um, but I, other than that, like raking leaves was always a fun activity, and I, to this day, love uh, ruins of like castles and buildings. Mm, yes. And I would always rake the leaves into like basically a, a blueprint or ruins of the oh, house. Okay, that's very creative. And all of my sisters would have little rooms in this school. Mm-hmm. That's a very creative, creative childhood. Very short wall leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, piles of leaves are fun. I mean, they're still fun as an adult, I find. I mean, I don't jump into them anymore, but like yeah. I, you know, think about it. I definitely would, as long as there are no chestnuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've, yeah, I've never... If there's not a chestnut tree in sight, I would very happily jump into a pile of leaves. I've never seen a chestnut tree before, so... You'll have to look them up, and then you'll understand my Plight. extreme pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of ruins, I guess this will, this will be my next story. I might have told us on the podcast before. I'm not sure if I did, but maybe I didn't. Um, but at some point in time, we were, we were building an extra garage at my house when I was little. And at one point in time, we had dug out, dug out the foundation, so there's a big hole in the ground. And I had toy dinosaurs as... A, as I would because I, I love dinosaurs and I decided you know what I want to be a paleontologist so I'm like you know what I'm going to do I'm going to take this toy dinosaur and I'm going to throw it in the hole where they built in the garage and years later I'm going to come back and dig it up so I threw it in there because all intention thinking this is going to be a great idea as an adult now I'm like well <laughs> there's a garage there I have to have it torn down to find that dinosaur toy, because it's probably, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's still there. It's, it's plastic. It's not going to deteriorate that, you know, in 20, 30 years. But, like, I'm going to have to tear down a garage, pull up concrete <laughs> to get back to this toy dinosaur down there. So, it's probably going to be there for the next, like, millennia. But yeah. It was a cute idea at the time. It was a very cute idea. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But that was like that. That would have been like, oh, that's a good twenty years ago now. So it's been there for a while. Yeah, I'm sure that I buried multiple things back at the old house. 
I was just thinking, I, <laughs> um, this is a creepy segue, I suppose. This is this was not going to be a memory. It just came up when you were talking about that. And um, I did have a little pet cemetery. Did you? In the way, way back. Yeah. Well, yeah, we had cats and we had these glass windows that birds always seemed to fly into. And then I always tried to nurse them back to health and they always died. Mm. So they needed a place to be buried. Yeah. I think that um, my grandparents had a dog and we also had a cat when I was quite young that passed away. And I think they were both buried back in the way back of our property. Mm -hmm. So I definitely buried several animals back there. Well, I mean, dinosaurs are buried buried animals, so I guess that makes sense. It it, yeah. cor it correlates. It correlates. Um, hmm. I had an idea of another one, but I can't remember what this story. I can't remember what this story was. Oh, okay. Going back to being in the woods thing, I do recall. This is the same neighbor and same house. It used to be all woods, and at the time before now, it's all development. But before that, you used to, be able to walk like all the way down. Like a main, it was a probably like a mile. It's probably a mile of forest from my house to like the main street. That now it's all development, but at the time it was all woods. I remember going back there with my with my neighbor friend, and we one time found a car back there. And like I think at this point I was like maybe in middle school, so I was a little older. Um, but I still to this day can't figure out how a car got in the middle of the forest. Because, I mean, it's trees everywhere. But literally, there was... Here, okay, there's a car, there's a couch, and there's a pile of bottles of both alcohol and deodorant. And they weren't there before? I mean, I mean they were pretty old. I mean, the, uh, the, the car is probably like a, like a 1970s era like sports car. So it's an old car. Oh, okay, so it had been there. Yeah, and the and the and the deodorant bottle like like something I never seen before like a, a glass of product from like the seventies too. So it was all like probably circa seventies era. But I don't know why it was there. Like it it was just such a weird. I mean, I don't understand. And to this day, I mean, it's probably gone now. It's probably put the house. It probably tore all out they put the houses in there. So I'm sure it's gone now. But it was so weird to see that. I mean, the couch is one thing. The bottles, I think, but the, but the car. The car. How did they get the car there? I don't know. I do not understand how they got the car there, and they like, they couldn't have drove it through there. I Unless don't there weren't trees there when they did. Yeah, but like these, I mean, like the tree, like the trees there were God had probably had been at least like fifty years old. So there's no way the car was too new compared to the tree growth. Very odd. It is very odd. I love going on hikes and finding things that shouldn't be there. Um, yes, your your little um, cabin thing was yeah. very nice and the, the other day. And the payphone in the middle of the woods. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, who carried a payphone <laughs> into the woods? It just... It, and then left it there. I, it's just like, if I was a better author... A better writer, I have so many good stories to write, but I just like I feel like these 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 these, these are screaming for it to be turned to like kind of like a creepy story, but like I can't do that, but I want to. My mind's like, oh my god, this is a great story, but I don't know how to do it. But like it just, my adventures are just screaming with like these are like, you know, like I don't know, 
being like fairy, being like, being like fairy tales, I guess, I guess. But I, don't, I can't write. Yeah, you could totally like incorporate them into some updated new age fairy tale type thing. Yeah, that would be really good. It would be. I just don't know how to do it, but. But I've also see what I found on my hikes before. I found underwear on my hikes before. I've definitely seen quite a bit of discarded like clothing mm-hmm. on hikes. Yeah. I found an empty tent. Oh. Kind of creepy. Yeah. Let's see. I found a payphone. I found a car, a couch, bottles. Um, I found lots and lots of bottles. Kids' toys. Yeah. It's always a creepy one. Oh, we found that bone once. We did find that bone once. Yeah, that was pretty weird. That that, that, was, that was. I was really convinced I was about to discover my first corpse. I mean, you might have to dig a little bit. Maybe find it eventually. I don't really know. I don't know. What, yeah. I'm not, I don't know my. I don't know my human bone anatomy to tell you what kind of bone it would have been, but. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay, I have one last story that I think does a lot to explain how I am the way I am. So I was probably like, I don't know, six or seven maybe. And I was in the basement and I wanted to hang a dustpan. Cause I'm like, oh, you should hang a dustpan. You know, that's what you so you can maybe use it. So I got a piece of wire and I put it in the dustpan. I'm like, where can I put this wire at to hang the dustpan? Oh, I know, electrical socket. So I put the wire in the socket, and electrocuted myself, and oh no! Yeah, my hands were black, oh, and I couldn't, gosh. I couldn't move my hand. I had to get them wrapped for a couple of days, and like yeah, so I, I electrocuted myself. So it probably explains why the way I am, honestly. How old were you? I don't know. I mean, I ha- I was definitely under ten. I don't know exactly how old I was because I don't, I can't. I was pretty small. So I had to be like maybe six, maybe, but oh um, I could have been younger than that. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember going to school like that. So maybe I was before. So maybe I was younger than six because I was in kindergarten then. So I'm pretty sure I wasn't in school. So it was like maybe like five or something like that. But yeah, I let to myself. That's that's terrifying. As soon as you were talking about that, I was like, this is gonna be a scary story. Yeah, I'm like. Oh man, I fried myself. And that so, would hurt so and, badly. And so, funny enough, in Jurassic Park, the book gets prosecuted. So, I've always felt like that move, that movie of me or Kindred Spirits even more than that, I've also been executed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, I've always felt like I could have, I, I, felt, I always felt like I could have been smarter than I am. I wonder if I electrocuted myself, what did, what did the trick? If I fried just a few brain cells, and sometimes I grow a little bit. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know, but like, I feel like I don't know. I had a lot of potential. And I thought I when I did that, I just you know, like, well, take a couple, take a couple IQ points off my off my head. It's a great story, though. I mean, I used to tell a lot. I used to tell a lot. Of date, I used to tell a lot of dates that on my first date. <laughs> so like, off the cuff, okay. Like sharing been... fun facts as an icebreaker. Yeah. I severely electrocuted myself when I was a small child. <laughs> It, it's definitely gets talking going. That's for sure. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I that that was um that is a that is a cornerstone moment in my life for sure. Yeah, I suppose um my last 
little memory and, and my childhood book, as that's what I was prepared to talk about. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, is The Runaway Bunny by Margaret Wise Brown. And my mom used to read it to me all the time. Okay. And I absolutely loved it. And it's about a, I haven't read it in years, but it's about um, a, a, like a mum bunny and her baby bunny. And the baby bunny is like, well, what if I, what if I run away to like the moon? Or what if I run and do this? And what if I, I think there's one point where it turns into a flower or something. And then the mum bunny is like, well, I will always come and find you because you will always be my little runaway bunny. Aww. And it's just very cute and sweet. It is, yeah. I, as far as bangers goes, I remember, I always remember the Velveteen Rabbit story. Oh, I love the Velveteen Rabbit. Mm. So beautiful, but absolutely devastating. Yeah, you know, most kids' stories are, honestly, think about it. They really are. And I was very lucky to have a lot of, um, not so sugar-coated fairy tale books and things when I was little. Like, I had the original The Little Mermaid. Uh So when I watched the Disney The Little Mermaid, I was a bit disappointed because Ariel is supposed to die. This is what... And behold, she has no soul because she's a mermaid and can't get into heaven. So she's going to become air in sea foam instead. There's a lot about you, though. Doesn't it just? Yeah, it really does. It really does. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Childhood stories. They're fun, and we wanted you to get to know us a little better. So hopefully you feel like you know us a little better. If you didn't already know us. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure probably, some of you probably actually know us know us. But um, if you don't, now you have a little better idea about what how this makes us tick and stuff like that. So on that note, everybody... Share with if you have a very fun, memorable childhood memory that you want to share with us, please do that. You can email us at it's across the podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook us at across the podcast. You can Facebook tweet us at across podcast. Um, love to hear your memories if you have any that are that really stick out. Um, I think it's good to remember your childhood. I mean, obviously, people have rough childhoods, and I get that, but I think everybody has to have at least one positive childhood memory. I would suppose yeah. I would hope so. Hopefully. I would hope so. Um but yeah. I don't know. Also, if you piss if you have any dinosaur childhood memories, I want to hear those because those are the best kind of memories where they didn't have dinosaurs involved. Uh, I do remember watching The Land Before Time. Does that, that count? It does. That's a good one. I probably saw that before Jurassic, Jurassic Park. It's older than Jurassic Park. But I don't Yeah. I probably saw it before. And it's a little more child friendly. It is a I little... Mean, it's so sad. Yes, it is definitely sad. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I just... For some reason, I never outgrew dinosaurs. And I just can't do it. I just finished watching Camp Cretaceous on Netflix. It's, um... They made two seasons of it so far. It's a cartoon. And it takes place, um... At, in the Jurassic World universe. And it's so... Like, like okay, I'm like, obviously, I'm an adult. And, and it's a cartoon. But it's so good. I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. my God. It's There's two seasons of eight episodes each. They're about 25-minute episodes. I watched the whole season in two nights, which for me, you know, I don't binge-watch television. You no, know, I mean, it took you, what, a, a month or so to get through Bridgerton? Yes, but this I watched in two nights because it's so good and it's got dinosaurs. 
Oh I'm my. Up to yeah, it's well worth the watch, everybody. I'm not sponsored by, not sponsored by Netflix or anything like that, but you should watch Cacatatious if you like dinosaurs because it's phenomenal. Probably the best content Netflix has on the on the stream, so it's probably it's probably Cacatatious. I, I I will stand by it. Well, you know, no, I'm sorry. New Girl is the best content they have, and Cacatatious is the second is the close second best. But that is that is my recommendations for content to watch. Most of my recommendations would be like terrifying horror films or or something. So I won't bother. I like I like ending on a happy dinosaur note. Yes, dinosaurs are, although they are terrifying, but they also have a very very happy. I really want to, but a while ago, I asked people on my Twitter account whether I should if, if it's professional for me to wear a dinosaur shirt to work. Yes. And, and um, at one point in time, I responded with a t-shirt. A dress shirt that was dinosaurs all over it. I didn't buy it, but I kind of want to because it was just so colorful and happy. But funny enough, like probably a year after that person commented about this t-shirt, this dress shirt with dinosaurs on it, I saw some girl at the Walmart nearby wearing this exact same shirt. Uh, you could totally wear a dinosaur shirt to work. That would be great. I'm not a children's librarian, though. You know, but... I'm, no. a, I'm an adult librarian, so I don't know. Yeah, but I bet there are dinosaur books in the adult section. Oh, there are. I've read them all. Yeah. Yes, there are. This is true. I should get it. It's very colorful. It's very like, it's very it's pastel colored dinosaurs. That's which, fun. Which is a very cute color for dinosaurs because usually not they're usually not in pastel, but they make a good pastel color. Yeah. All right, everybody. Um, that about wraps it up for us, uh, for this week. Uh, so everybody stay safe, stay well, have fun, make memories. I don't know. Um, draw a dinosaur, watch a dinosaur, pet a dinosaur if you can. Because honestly, birds are dinosaurs, so you still pet one. Maybe don't pet wild birds, though. They may not like it. True, true. Okay, feed a wild dinosaur then. Feed a, feed a wild bird, that's it. Same thing. As long as it's bird safe food yeah feed them feed them bird safe food yeah it's a good idea that's a good idea um anyways uh not 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 to divulge to uh get off topic anymore so everybody (laughs) have a great day bye